3: and Al Franken <laughs> singing together.
4: Unbelievable. I used
3: to, <laughs> I used to love Alvin and the Chipmunks when I was a kid. I cannot, I'll tell you what, when, when, when Fawn was over for the weekend, for half the weekend, for Saturday and then Sunday morning or whatever it is, um, I cannot believe how magnificent um, animation is now, yeah, it's gotten it's a lot better. Gorgeous, be crazy.
1: it is. How do you keep breaking beautiful. your headphones? Why? No, no, you're not on again. On. Oh. So, you've just broken them entirely now. Hello? Hello? Oh, good. She's just, Hello? would you leave it alone? How oh. <laughs> did you even manage that? <laughs> no, we can't hear you. No, they're broken. There we go. Jeez. leave it alone. Yeah, never touch it Do again. Do you want me to
5: cough <laughs> into the microphone?
3: <laughs> when are you going to give up that fake cough anyway?
5: Hey, you would Fawn.
3: was because you've Let been it milking
1: go. it now for like a month. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to order new cough a, buttons right now. A good because month. Because I'm sick mine of them fine. Break. Yeah, yours has been fine the entire I've time. I've never had
5: an issue with mine ever. All well, the other
1: ones broke. Who
5: uses this when I'm not here?
1: A no lot of one. people.
5: Ah, well, that's probably what's going on. Don't try to blame it on someone else. It's (laughs) your fault. You
6: blame any anytime anything goes wrong on everyone other than yourself in here.
3: Someone touched my
5: computer. I
3: can't even get at her cough button from where I'm sitting, so don't give me that. I'm not saying
5: it wasn't you. It was you. You're lying. He goes over here and hits it with a hammer. (laughs) (laughs)
3: Yes, that's what I do. I hit it with a hammer. Meet Ryan. He's six years old, likes to play with toys, and has just been listed as one of Forbes' highest-earning YouTube celebrities. Per Business Insider, the young entrepreneur who hosts his family's Ryan Toys Review channel on the video-sharing site, helped his household bring in about $11 million in pre-tax income this year. What? what? That's YouTube for you. $11 million. Dollars. Why don't you two get off your ass and help your mom <laughs> and dad out? Let's go. Yeah. YouTube
6: wasn't a thing when I was
1: <clears throat> Get a YouTube channel now. I
6: probably now. would have been a star on YouTube. Oh,
1: I don't there's any questions. I well, was... this article, after we read it, I'll uh, explain why it's making so much money. Simply by opening toys and other products and reviewing them online,
3: this monetized mastery of the unboxing phenomenon... What The Verge has described as a blend of innocent childhood antics and relentless, often overwhelming consumerism, places Ryan's Channel in the number eight slot on the Forbes list, tied with the slapstick team
1: Smosh. Oh, what yeah. the hell is Smosh now? They've been around for a while. I have no idea. They're f- never. They're,
3: it's them. comedy for kids, oh. basically, alongside other big YouTube names like Brothers Jake and Logan Paul, I don't know Minecraft Wiz, Daniel Dan. TDM Middleton, more stuff for kids, and the controversial PewDiePie,
1: more stuff for kids. <laughs> Isn't he the guy that hates Jews? That's not how it. Yeah. It, he does. He's what it is is. Um, he asks his audience, like you know, oh, what crazy thing should I do next? So they said, you know, write oh. a attack Jews, and he did it. No, that's not what happened at all. He did. He did attack Jews. No. Uh-huh. No one was attacked. I don't know. He wrote oh, is that your <laughs> adult
7: impression? <laughs> sorry,
5: sorry. I don't know.
1: He wrote like, you know, Heil Hitler on a piece of cardboard that or something. That would be anti-Jew there, Andrew. That's not attacking that's not an any. Attack. Yeah. Heil Hitler.
3: Yeah, is
8: de- <laughs> definitely is close.
3: That's definitely. Uh, in any case... Uh, What makes Ryan unusual is obviously his age. He's definitely the youngest YouTube star we've ever seen, an industry analyst told The Verge in last December's profile. Ryan's parent posted his first video on March 2015 after the uh, YouTube-obsessed preschooler wanted to know why he couldn't dish on toys online like other kids. Per a tube filter interview from last year, in July of that year, the family experienced its first viral video, Ryan opening a giant egg surprise with more than a hundred cars branded toys. The channel had exploded, has exploded since then, now with over 10 million subscribers and more than 16 million views, per the Washington Post. Ryan's parents told Tube Filter they mainly film on the weekends so it doesn't interfere with their son's schooling and that they pay... Why is he still going to school? Yeah, really. Right. With 11 million, I just dropped out
1: at six. Yeah, he That's could,
5: great advice. He
1: could retire. <laughs> he could retire right now.
5: Okay, he, because so he, his career couldn't tank anytime soon. Well, but right.
1: you, once you have $11 million, you're pretty much set.
5: Wait, 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 Until Vince
1: whoa, Young then. Well, wow.
5: So he
6: just opens up toys. That's all he does. Mm-hmm. And plays with them.
1: Yep. Yep. Harder than it looks. <laughs> There's a thing on YouTube going on right now. It's called Elsa Gate. Um, so. F- one major thing about youtube monetization is that ads will play no matter who's watching the video or even if anyone's there so what parents are doing is they're giving their kids an ipad putting it on youtube and just like you know opening up some toy channel or cartoon channel or something like that and then the kids just kind of let it auto play the next video ad infinitum um and usually it'll do stuff like this it'll be like this it'll go to this kid's channel because uh, it's related to toys and it's for kids and that sort of thing. So a lot of it is just auto-playing videos. But then apparently some people in China and/or India, no one's quite sure, noticed this. So they rigged up an AI to just make it'll. It just churns out videos with popular children's characters in them. So it'll like it'll have. One of the videos will be, you know, Spider-Man and Batman will be doing something, and then the next video will be literally the exact same video, but swap out Spider-Man for Elsa, and it just churns those out nonstop. Okay, and I'm they're making tons of money off of that. and it, Because it's sponsored? and Because you can, get, you can put ads on anything on YouTube, really.
3: Alex, you should go on YouTube with Fawn as you teach her to speak <clears throat> sentences. People would love that. Hey, listen, like I said, Joe from Louisville already wants to hear "Party On" again. You got to play it for him. And
5: again. as Joe from Louisville goes, so goes the world. You damn right. <laughs> <That's> just generally, if <laughs> he how likes
3: it, works. it. Joe, send in the eleven million dollars <laughs> for the playback of Have this. Have you heard
5: about those weird those robots that are buying up the popular toys too? Robots. Well, some sort of. You were talking. Yeah, there's some sort of bot. Mm. I guess not a robot. Sorry. Sorry. (laughs)
9: Just walking around the world, targets. R2D2.
5: Yeah, they've got some sort of. program that buys all of the popular toys so that when the parents are searching for them online, they have to pay like 500 times markup if they want the popular toy.
1: Don't do that. Don't encourage these people. Isn't that horrible? Let them just waste all their money and then die in poverty.
5: Don't don't buy. (laughs) That's what they deserve. There's some sort of weird finger puppet that's really popular right now. Oh god, yeah,
1: those are so creepy.
5: Fingerlings?
6: Fingerlings. I don't know. I I have no idea what they are. They're for like five and up. Somebody was talking about. Where
1: can I find popular,
5: And they're supposed to be like, I don't know, 14 let's say, in Target.
1: I thought you meant the finger family videos, which are part of <laughs> Gate. No, this is this well, the thing. Are. Those
5: are super weird. They're and so
1: creepy. Julia's
5: watched those before, and yeah. I'm like, what the hell is happening? Yeah, yeah really and, and people are paying like $100 for these stupid it's fingerling not, things. Don't do
3: that. I will
6: not pay anything for anything. Vaughn gets
3: wooden blocks. Joe from Louisville <laughs> says he's still looking for his own 11000000 million. He'll get back to us.
1: <laughs> All right. So that'll be good. Hang on. Well, Make hey, it he only has to work for what? Another like 200 years? Yeah, 200 years. That's not. There you bad. go. No problem. Here
3: we were <clears throat> we were watching and I can't say what the price of the house was. Oh, except that's before tax. So 400 years. Yes. No problem. So they were talking about talking about how much a house cost in uh in it's a wonderful life. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he built a house for blah blah blah. I figured with our house, if you took the money from our house that it cost to build, you could build 700 houses back in that era.
1: (laughs) 700. But did you account for inflation? No. No. So. Well, it wasn't that long ago. 1946. I think money has about... I want to say about so doubled. Years only then. doubled. 1956, you said. 1946, I think it was. Then where it was, Alex. 1946? 1946. 1946. Well, it's a wonderful life. life. I have no idea. I think it was right oh, after World okay. War Two. Never mind. It has thirteen times. There you go. Yeah. So 700 divided by thirteen. Yeah. So, so that's, that's still 53 houses. 53 it's houses. Still a lot of houses. Yeah, I remember
5: when we first got it's a married. Neighborhood. Every time we had to buy something or repair something or replace something, it was like I know, seven hundred bucks. Everything was like oh, seven hundred bucks. A everything new refrigerator, yep, yep. a new washer dryer set, whatever.
1: I thought it was expensive replacing my blower motor five years ago for two hundred.
5: Yeah, well, that's what we're saying when we were first married, and oh. now now it's like, oh, refrigerator broke. You got three grand. Mm,
1: right. <laughs> it's, oh, it's ridiculous. True. Everything is two, three, four well, thousand dollars. Everything is way nicer. Is the problem? Well, every... you, you can't get a fridge that's as crappy as a fridge from forty years ago, even though a lot of people would like to get a fridge that cheap. But
5: the thing is is all these fridge all these things with all of these electronics and all this stuff they they die the, faster the more there's components, always something yep. that's going to go wrong you need just the basic stuff mm-hmm. don't, don't buy any of this dryer whistle i'm sure whistle stuff.
1: if you know where to look you can get a fridge that's like the most plain thing in the universe yeah you can that has like you know one component and will never ever break
6: our washer and dryer is they're 30 years old and they work
1: Perfectly. See, there you go. It's pretty old. So 30, years 30 years. Old. Do they have a slot for quarters? Yep. They've never been <laughs> used. That's why they still work. Mm.
6: I cloth diaper. They get plenty used. <laughs> they,
1: get, they just what? have Jeeves come over and pick up their clothes. Yep.
6: <laughs> That's us.
5: Jeeves I the do, butler.
1: They have
6: the washer. Yes. I do so much laundry because mm. between mm. workout clothes, Fonz clothes, cloth diapers, regular clothes, work clothes sheets
3: oh, suppose, toys yeah. dog, dog toys hair.
6: oh my god it's like mm. constant
3: constant uh laundry doing yes i suppose that's true even
6: before fun it was like i do so much laundry. you gonna oh, play party he...
5: on quick before I we forget going to oh but then
3: everyone oh here we go yeah play it again because joe wants to hear it
6: okay well i have to like cue it up it was all ready and then everyone was talking Caddo so stopped Cotto. 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 bapple <laughs> bapple
3: bapple <laughs> <laughs> I like how she asked questions. Cado? That's avocado. Avocado was cado. Avocado?
5: It's like, can I have avocado? Okay. Maybe. Yeah, she had a new word. I no. could not understand what it was. It was something poof. She kept on saying, like, poof. I'm like, oh, I don't know. I don't, now, just have no earth know earth idea what this word is. I don't
3: know. She wanted beef bourguignon. Yep. That's <laughs> what it was. That's a little French. Beef, 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 bourguignon. beef means beef in yeah. French. Beef so. so. beef in French. And she right. just, yeah, yeah. go, beef French. <laughs> um, Andy, would you put We're up the Mario out Batali story? Ooh, is it this? That's the one right there, oh, yes. Okay,
6: should I play this or no? Yeah. Okay. We're just
3: waiting for you to finally come around and deliver. It's, I've
6: been sitting here with it for oh, 20 minutes. Oh, you poor minutes. dear. I'm <laughs> exhausted. I'm exhausted from holding my hand up. Okay. Fun. Um, can you say Party
1: on. <laughs> party on!
3: <laughs> party on! Put she's got that a, on YouTube and let's she's make got the minutes. Greatest
5: million. little voice.
6: She's not <laughs> wearing Ooh. pants in it. So. <laughs> no,
3: yeah, that's a problem. She's got a diaper
6: yeah, on.
5: Yeah, not she's, a diaper.
3: she's not oh, naked. Well, yeah. party on! <laughs> the latest lengthy dive into allegations of sexual misconduct comes via Eater, and as the publication suggests, involves a chef, Mario Batali, has been named by four unnamed women as having touched them inappropriately in a pattern of behavior that appears to span at least two decades. Eater also says he was widely described as continually using sexual innuendo in his restaurants. Uh, three of the women were employed. Boy, they're going to arrest every uh, morning zoo radio disc jockey for that. That's all they do talk about. Yeah, really. Three of the women were employed by Batali at one point. The woman who was not says, well, at a party in New Orleans, someone collided with her spilling wine down her shirt. She alleges Batali just went to town and began rubbing her breast while saying something along the lines of, let me help you with that. Her characterization of him He gets wasted, he's arrogant And he acts like he's God's gift to women Well, I've seen you And I'm here to tell you you're not
1: Well, he's been married for like 23 years so. oh
3: that's not good news, is it?
1: Yeah, you'd think he'd be uh, I always thought he was gay He does seem kind of gay I don't know why, though And, and now we'll get complaints about that What do you mean by seems gay? Like, See. settle down. It's a vibe Yay. Maybe he's
3: overcompensating Oh, I think? He's got a uh, beard Yeah the other three accusers described having their buttocks or breasts grabbed. Eater reports that a complaint was made in October to Batali and Bastianich Hospitality Group, which is involved with 24 restaurants owned in part by Batali and Joe Bastianich, and that the chef was reprimanded and attended training. Now, Batali says he's giving up day to day operations of his businesses. And admitted that much of the behavior described does, in fact, match up with ways I have acted. Oh. That behavior was wrong, and there are no excuses. ABC said it had asked Batali to give up his co hosting duties at the Chew while it reviews uh, the allegations. Oh, Anthony the Bourdain chew. foreshadowed the news, tweeting Sunday, Trust me, Monday's really going to suck. Hmm. Uh, he retweeted, then he tweeted, It's Batali and it's bad. Well, I guess if he said he did it, then he said he what are it. you going to do? he said he actually did it i've talked to him before he's actually a very pleasant guy i didn't maybe when he drinks he's arrogant i don't it's know it's probably like a drinking thing yeah it's probably he's a drunk he usually is so be true
5: in your opinion
3: in my opinion <laughs> there we go
5: healthy. <laughs> oh yeah let's not get sued <laughs>
3: we'll be back tom bernard show tom bernard here with ceo of north american banking company michael Bilski. great to have you here michael
2: always a pleasure to be with you
3: tommy Or visit whitingclinic.com to set up your free LASIK consultation. Remember to tell them that I sent you and save $500 on your
1: LASIK. Offer good for a limited time. Call Whiting Clinic for details. Good for both eyes only. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Is this what you're...
6: Just hear those sleigh bells jingling, ring, ting ding. ding.
1: To, oh, for a while it's out kind of Caribbean, come on I was say.
6: It's lovely weather for a sleigh ride together I love with her version
7: of what are you doing new year's eve really the best
3: my favorite christmas song is sukiyaki by kiyo sakamoto it's phenomenal yeah. is that song really about a guy going to the going to the gas chamber what's it called uh, sukiyaki by kiyo sakamoto Sukiyaki is a type of as food. Yeah, but the, I think he just called it sukiyaki because Americans couldn't pronounce any other
1: Japanese word. <laughs> well, well it yeah, a, it it's originally called it. uwe o muite aruko. So, Duh. yeah. And What does yeah. that mean? You're not going to be. I look up as I walk. I look up as I walk. Yeah, and people aren't going to be calling it that. So, what was the name of it? Uwe uh, o muite aruko. Aruko. Which yeah. yeah. Sukiyaki is a lot easier to say.
6: There's a lot of weird, depressing Christmas things. There are. Like, have you ever read the book, The Little Match Girl? No, I never have.
1: Here's Sukiyaki.
10: You remember this,
7: don't you? What's he saying, Andy?
1: it's about a guy who well it's like it's just like a generic like you know i'm sad because of things that happened in the past um, well that's, that's this
5: is a ripoff from another song
1: no, no this is just an old old song oh this is like a 1957 or eight song yeah like it's just very old it
5: sounds like a western it does <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
3: it does. very famous
1: Doesn't japanese it? western but the Actually. main, the main uh, theme behind it he's looking up so that his tears won't fall out of his eyes. Aww, see, I told you it was a very sweet song. It
5: is a very sweet song. Sukiyaki has it's absolutely nice... nothing
1: to do with the song. No, it doesn't. They just chose that name because it's a Japanese word that's easy to say. <laughs> that nice Americans Japanese could say, Western. Yes. Yep. Uh, how so, many
3: copies did it sell, Andy? Because I think it sold millions of copies.
1: It was number one for 1961 to 1963. Holy In God. Australia, Canada, Japan, Norway the us 100. Way? Yep. <laughs> yeah i know you, there's all sorts of weird little things like you'll see a song by like you know some obscure band and it was like number one for 300 years in, you know Liechtenstein or something <laughs> lichtenstein very who knows how that kind of thing happens
3: so it doesn't say how many how many copies it sold because i think it sold several million copies
1: uh i
3: don't know it was made it, old
1: kiyu sakamoto a lot of money is it Possible to tell because considering it's from another country and they might not. Well, they do worldwide sales figures. Uh, well, let's see.
3: Not necessarily. You can't necessarily. I'll read a story while you're looking. The hottest toy this holiday season might just be a five inch robotic monkey that grabs onto your fingers, passes gas, and sings a tune.
5: Oh my God. I love it. I want three. Oh my God.
3: <laughs> the Fingerling is this year's Beanie Baby or Cabbage Patch doll, a $15 creature that blinks and snores, is coveted by millions of kids. And their parents are scrambling to find them on store shelves and waiting for months online orders to be filled. Bots are buying them. Yep. What? Bots are buying them. See,
1: well, that, that that's one of the toys the bots are buying.
5: I'm sure it is. If it's a hot toy, they're buying them. Yep. Anything
1: that's popular, the bots will buy. Like the the uh, Nintendo Switch, I waited probably six extra months to buy one because people. Everyone was just buying them and then reselling them on eBay, and I was like, "I'm not rewarding them with a hundred dollars for being scumbags." I agree. Good for you. Yeah, I'll just wait.
6: You can be patient. Mm-hmm. I know. I that's. I wonder. You know, because when we were growing up, we always saw commercials. Yes. All the time. And so yeah, it's like,
7: I right. want that because it was in Max, a commercial. Max, and oh
6: my gosh.
1: New but, like, Doom's own danger. Fun. Waiting for you, Mighty Max, Nymphs and Spiders, <laughs> oh, <my God>. Dungeons,
6: Dungeons, <laughs> Yeah, and all the all the catchy songs. <laughs> oh my god. Creepy Crawlers. Mm-hmm. But like, we... Bobby.
3: <laughs> He's not going to stop. Oh
7: my god.
6: Okay. So <laughs> we don't plan on having fun mm. watch very much television, but then yeah. also she's not really going to see commercials because mm-hmm. we'll watch things like my nanny kids, they never watch TV. They watch stuff on like Netflix sure. and stuff S- like that or, or DVD it, or
5: something. It was
1: yeah. 90% seeing things on TV. Yeah. Being like, well- although the other... <laughs> thing is they're going to see kids talking about or having these toys at school, and they're going to be like, well, I want that. Yeah, exactly.
6: Yeah, so it'll be interesting to...
1: It's like Tamagotchi. I never saw an ad for Tamagotchi, but but those were so huge because everyone had one. You had to get one, too. Somehow. Tamago means egg in Japanese. Tomago. And so Tomago, it's my gee.
6: main goal to never bring her into a Target or a toy store
5: in her whole life. Remember? Yeah, it's not <laughs> going to happen. <laughs> well, kids luck. Are Us.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Kids Are Us. Kids Are Us was You'd a go, big oh deal. you go in there and it was like up to yeah.
5: three stories of just nothing but toys for Horrible. kids. It was unbelievable. I, I went to
6: a Babies R Us because somebody... Oh, I was looking for... Oh, yeah, we went to one. Noise-canceling headphones. No, we went to Bye Bye Baby, which uh, we both ended up sitting on the floor... <laughs> In the middle
5: of the store, like there's just
6: too much stuff.
5: I know, not one crib, four hundred cribs. Yeah, it was like oh, <laughs> not one stroller, seven thousand yeah. strollers.
6: What car
5: seat looks it's
6: nice? Impossible. There's seven thousand options. It's crazy, and you just want to crawl in one and
4: die. Speaking <laughs> of
1: buying a lot of things, Sukiaki sold thirteen million copies worldwide. Thirteen
4: million. Wow. Copies. Yeah, he
1: did pretty well. Yeah. Kiyo Sakamoto made out just fine. Uh-huh. A nice... It's a lot of
3: yen right Although there. Although he died at 43.
1: So... <laughs> he died? Yeah. Well, at he die? 43? 43, yeah. What's...
6: How did he die? From the uh, overworking uh, Japanese syndrome?
1: Nope, he died on Japan Airlines Flight
3: 123. <laughs> oh, no. Which God. was
1: the second deadliest aircraft accident in history. Oh, Kiyo. So that's a shame. What that's happened? It's just a, a consumer... Uh, or a commercial flight crashed.
6: Well, it just crashed, like just, just for no went reason? down? Sudden uh,
1: decompression. Oh, I think I've heard of this. Yeah, the, the previous flight uh, had a tail strike when they were landing and they didn't fix it properly. So oh, basically the tail you. just ripped off and yeah.
3: Andy, would you do me a favor? Nice. Whoops. Would you look <laughs> up uh, Taste of Honey's version of Tsukiyaki? Because they actually sing, it's two black women and they sing it in English but i wonder if the words match oh yeah
6: the only time i'm ever afraid of flying really is if you're in the situation where you're in the airport and they're like oh we're trying to fix something on the plane blah blah yeah, blah that's and great. you're delayed for like 2 hours that and they're like make we're we're you feel all good now right? Hubba. Yeah, i'm like mm,
5: maybe not I swear I fixed it. Yeah,
6: right. like, Although, would you, know you rather
4: have it be quick? Like, yeah. oh, no. we're trying to fix something, and like 10 minutes,
1: ten later, minutes it's, later, it's, it's fixed. Just, just, don't, don't worry about that. Yeah. Thing.
6: Like,
5: do you want it done quick, no, or do yeah. Yeah. you Just what? let me get off the airplane <laughs> you while you're what? doing we'll it. You know We'll fix it after oh, we land. Oh, when they
6: keep you on that airplane. I hate All that so much. Like us and trying to leave Phoenix. Oh, my
5: God. What
3: year did Taste of Funny release it? Like 1980 or 81? 81, because I was working at Capitol. I worked this record, actually, at Capitol Records.
1: Are you going to play? There we go.
6: Sounds a lot more Asian than Shanison, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. the other one sounds like a
5: Western. I got, got the shamisen.
1: You going to start singing? Or just-
5: it's all because
7: of you. Yeah, it's pretty. Sounds love,
5: love like Michael Jackson as a child. Yeah, kind of does.
7: Isn't
3: that a beautiful song though? Just beautifully written.
5: This song, I think I remember. When did this come out? Eighty-one. Huh? Where were you? I was live? alive. <laughs>
1: Five minutes ago. <laughs> yeah. You were. You were certainly <laughs> alive. That are you? <laughs>
3: Gave Birth to me at four. <laughs> what was the biggest song, Taste of Honey, ever? They had a massive Taste. hit. Yeah, they they did. Taste Girl. of Honey had a massive, massive hit.
6: Massive.
3: they were, they a were two very food. attractive, very uh, boogie yogi yogi. Boogie, oh, that's right. Boogie, the disco Oogie, Oogie, Oogie. years. Oh, yeah. I know that
6: song. Everyone, I was gonna say, Taste of Honey sounds familiar. Yeah, they I can't they were, think of, they yeah, were that, very nice. That too. was a huge that's
1: disco nice. hit during the disco years. Everyone was a one hit wonder. They'd make a song and then just vanish. Not Donna Summer. She had like yeah.
5: three albums that were. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God.
1: I two learned two something on "Who disco. Wants to Be a Millionaire" about
3: Donna Summer.
5: What? <clears throat> you
3: found it at the same time. What was the song? She works hard for the money. Who, oh. who was it written about? A prostitute. No.
5: Was it a waitress? <laughs> was it a? What were the options? Was I can't it a waitress? Remember. What is it?
3: Her mom. No. She works hard for her money. It was about a certain la- certain form of labor that a woman did. Nurse. A nurse was one of the choices. It was okay. nurse. It was uh, waitress. waitress.
6: It was prostitute. No, not it prostitute.
3: wasn't prostitute.
1: No,
3: no, God.
1: I think that nice might be too. Women role <laughs>
5: models. You, Andy, yeah, you guys go, Andy said prostitute Well, that's birds. what people
1: sing about. They sing about you know things that are going to catch your ear. Well, <laughs> it
5: wasn't. It waitress, wasn't any it?
1: sex nope. trade. Okay, okay? I, I <laughs> it's not
6: waitress, waitress. It's not nurse. Okay, what are difficult? Teacher is Teacher a hard Teacher was job. another
3: one. No, it, that a hard was the third job one, and mirrors... then the fourth one was what it actually was.
6: Dental hygienist would be a terrible
3: job. <laughs> oh, God.
5: Oh. They, get, they get paid
6: well. I know, but well, they but work still, hard for the
5: money. Yes, they
6: do. Having don't. to have
1: spit all over your hands all day? No, thank you. Wear <laughs>
6: gloves. They have to do all the dirty work, yeah. and then the dentist goes in, pokes one tooth, and says, "You need a filling."
3: Yeah. So <laughs> anyway, she actually wrote the song when she met a bathroom attendant. Oh, I never would have guessed that. never No, neither would we. I thought
5: years. for sure it was
1: probably Waitress. I love Donna Summer. Well, when's the last time you seen a bathroom attendant? Remember the show Taxi? In my
6: bathroom?
3: Well, <laughs> every day? <laughs> remember the show Taxi? And Danny DeVito was on Taxi. He was a guy who, who he was a cab dispatcher. Yeah i don't know if i told you this guy's uh you guys this or not but uh donna summer and i were dating for quite some time but (laughs) i had to break up with her because she started shaking it for other
5: guys
3: (laughs) yeah okay danny
5: i remember the first time i ever saw a bathroom attendant was down in texas oh texas they had this they had this giant shelf with hairspray lipstick makeup yeah florida's combs. the only time i've ever seen anything. i was like who's gonna use anybody else oh let's all rat our hair with this yeah. one comb and then put That's a bunch of weird. aqua net on it it well, was they're supposed weirdest to. this thing
1: they're supposed to drop hand it in towels. a thing of barbicide yeah. and then the, yeah. and then the i don't attendant. think that
5: was happening this wasn't a high class choice and
6: a emit- mint mm. Fawn is my bathroom attendant. Do you know what she does? No. She flushes the toilet and goes, Bye!
3: <laughs> <laughs> bye! So you should tip her. I should totally
6: dinner. tip her. She opens and closes cupboards and then flushes the toilet.
3: How bye! W- how would you like a job
9: where you stand in a room with poop smell? Yeah. people grunting. Yeah. I just have awkward conversations as people are washing their hands. <laughs> but I can see it in the ladies' room, but in the men's room, it's why,
5: even worse. Why? Why in the ladies' room? I don't Women know. Women poop you, too, What do you think Mike? we're doing in there
1: people think we are cleaner than we are are when
5: i was in when i was traveling through india there were a lot of bathroom attendants and they would hand you a little tiny itty bitty paper towel to wash your to dry your hands with and you know and they were they looked so poor yeah. I mean, they well, looked. They probably were. They had like hardly any teeth and stuff, well, it's and it was like, oh my god. Better than the
9: attendant in the men's room handing out condoms and lube and Ugh, stuff. That's true. I'll yeah, like, sure.
5: take ten of each. Yeah, I'd
1: rather
3: just rather <laughs> <tampons> of <laughs> condoms and yeah. condoms. not getting used.
9: Aspirin.
5: I just all I know is
3: I don't want to be a bathroom attendant. No. 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 <laughs> Never, I couldn't. No, I, I,
5: I, I over tipped the bathroom attendance yeah. in India, let me tell you. You yeah. did. Pretty sure they made Here, like have a lot
3: salary. Yeah. I'm
9: sure India is very bad, but also two <laughs> places bad. I would not
1: want to be is International Airport or the gym. Yuck. gym? gym. Ugh. Gym? Yeah. That's where I got this. I can barely go into a gym locker room because it just, it's, there's no air in there. You know, it's just. It depends just like on the gym. My gym locker room is nice. Oh, my God. God. Leave it alone.
5: Stop I have it. to cough. God, you're a you
3: Now you broke there. it again. It's there you go. There, now it's working. They
5: didn't break it. I was coughing. For
3: once. Oh, my gosh. Way to break up all the equipment, <laughs> Catherine. <laughs> Typical. <laughs> Did you just break it again? No. No, she was okay. covering up her mouth. <laughs> No. Uh, we just had Hilermo del Toro's uh, Del Toro on the show. We, we should have him on this show, actually. Whenever you say his
5: name, you should have Gilermo. to go. <laughs> Hilarmo. Yeah. Bullfighter. Hilermo, Hilarmo.
3: We're not going Hilarmo. I told him Hilermo, and he said, fine. I called him Willie, actually. Well,
6: his name is Hilarmo.
3: Yeah. Hilarmo del Toro.
6: You're a abs- Like, don't even start with me. <laughs> <laughs> Piccadillo. That's why you can't say Hilarmo.
3: hostility <laughs> towards you today. It really is. What's that all? About. Well, so, well, he's like, uh, so hostility.
6: obsessive about doing correct accents, and then I'm Guillermo
1: telling him his
6: correct name, and he's like, no, I'm not going to say it that way.
1: I wonder if anyone's ever called him Guillermo.
5: Um, oh, you 100%. know, 100%.
1: Just call, yeah. call him Willie the Bull, because that's what it means. It does.
3: Guillermo del Toro to, means Willy the Bull.
5: He needs to be a bullfighter with that name.
3: He is a great guy, by the way. Really, really. You know that he had a man cave at his house? I'm not surprised.
1: 11,000 square feet. I'm also not surprised. <laughs> oh, I thought you were just going to stop at Man Cave. I was like, there's that's, quite a few people around the world. That's yeah. a giant Did you know house? that Guillermo yeah. del Toro
3: owns a television? He owns a television. No, <laughs> actually, his Man Cave is two houses that have That's insane. a, uh, a walkway between them. You can't Thanks. even use his that. His wife much space. must be a real battle axe. I need to get away I need just two houses to get
1: away from my one
3: house Alright we'll be back What's his face joins us next (laughs) Tom Bernard show the Greek National Anthem?
1: It's a Greek Christmas carol.
3: It's a Greek Christmas carol? Mm.
1: <laughs> hey, Kostaki, do you even know the Greek National Anthem by heart?
5: No.
3: Ah. What
1: kind of Greek are you? How do you it's not ridiculous.
3: know the Greek National Anthem?
8: I'm a very American Greek. I That's don't speak Greek. True. Not at all? Well, I know a little bit. Hey, you
1: are not riding the subway
8: this morning, were you? No. Yeah.
1: Thank God. Well, I mean, worst case scenario, he got, like, a little bit of yeah, you got some heat dust. on him. <laughs> yeah. Cause I that,
8: saw the headline that that guy made the bomb at work. I was like, well, at least he didn't show anybody his penis at work.
1: So that's <laughs> <probably> <laughs> it.
5: Then it would have been over for him. Yeah, so we had to
3: wrap it up then. <laughs> it's
1: progress. Yeah, he detonated that's the bomb strong. and only hit himself, and he still fared better than... uh. Ween Master, or whatever his name was. Ween Master. I'm sure it was Ween Master. <laughs> yeah. Weinstein, that's it. Yes, Ween Master. Ween Master.
3: <laughs> I like that nickname. <laughs> the Ween Master. Hey, I heard you are having dinner with Mario Batali tonight. Is that right?
8: What? What? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> he goes, no, 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 no. Have you heard about that? I did just uh, saw it. I just saw that headline. Too. I just
1: can't believe it. It's unbelievable. And he admitted to it, so, yeah, that's one we know he happened. He did admit to it. What's the matter
5: with us? Didn't they hear, learn anything from Bill Clinton? Always deny everything.
3: I did <gasps> not have sexual relations with that <laughs> right. woman. Even though his sperm was on her dress, he still denied having relations with her. Right. It's like, how can you deny it? Your stuff is there.
8: It was planted there by the Wisconsin police. The
3: Wisconsin police. I
1: would say that uh, that she could have bought it off Hillary, but I don't think Hillary's ever seen any of that. It's like like Ted Kennedy at Chappaquiddick. I thought it was a parking spot.
3: I mean, come on. Just about how how all these politicians each political party tries to claim the high moral ground. Yeah. Both of you parties are so filthy; it's unbelievable. Oh, the worst, and yeah. always have the moral been. high ground. Yeah. Okay.
5: <laughs> Look at us. We're so much better than you. Oh, God,
3: That's disgusting. <laughs> True oh, what are you going to do? So the Vikings have never in their history won nine games in a row, and they still haven't. Well. Pretty good team, though. Yeah, they are. Still a pretty good team. So we
1: lost the ninth game? Yep,
3: we Uh, lost yesterday. The only thing I'm worried about, Kostaki, is that three of our offensive linemen are hurt, and those are the three guys that kept everybody off of Casey Kasem.
8: Right. (laughs) I keep her. laughing about that clip. That was one of the great clips of all time. Yeah. <laughs> when he
3: starts swearing at his coworkers, <laughs> he, he just <laughs> slowly
8: unravels.
5: Yeah, it does. I know he starts out all professional, <laughs> turns into a psychopath in two come minutes. In,
8: uh, gotta come out of these songs with a
5: dog.
8: <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that is really great. <laughs> Actually, so are there more clips like that of other people I don't know about? Yes. Well, I'm yeah, I'm sure like you've heard.
1: Me. I'm sure you've heard the Green Peas. Uh, We know of a remote farm in Lincolnshire. That one? Oh, Orson Welles? Yeah. Yeah. No. Oh, yeah. There's one where he's doing an ad for peas, and he keeps saying, like, so, like, he... In July. In July, peas grow there, but then in the commercial, it's showing, like, snowy fields, and he's like, (laughs) well, should we... Isn't that the fun of it? If you show me any possible way to begin a sentence with that word... Yeah. Remember what he says? Well yeah I know that part but what was the word that he said it was something it was something that's difficult to start a sentence with. I can't remember But um yeah and I'm sure you've seen the uh Orson Welles no, nah, the French champagne. No, oh,
3: the French champagne. It's
1: fermented in the bottle, and, like the other French champagnes. It's known for its excellence. <laughs> you haven't heard that one? No. Oh, he's so drunk he <laughs> can't even talk. Just look up Orson Welles drunk, and it'll be the first one on there. It's you can You can play, play it for him, Paul. Stock, you song. remember this one? Ah, Here we go. When well, I'm
4: doing TV and I got 18, God damn it! Can't everybody stop for 10 Herman. minutes? I mean, everybody seems that that's the only everybody can we stick Jesus Christ <laughs> I mean it's not that much to ask Is that when everybody has to
0: move when I'm trying to concentrate? <laughs> Jesus. And you guys thought I was a
3: pain. You <laughs> <laughs> guys thought I was a pain in yeah. the <laughs> Yeah, you know there are there anybody who's ever Turn over camera. Mark, want
1: to take one? <laughs> With overlap, action please. <laughs> He's just staring. Jesus, man. He is so He has no idea where he is, right? He doesn't do anything? <laughs> no, sorry, cut. Yeah,
9: really? 102,
1: take two. Ah, the French <laughs> champagne.
9: And those were
1: celebrated for its excellence.
2: There's it a California champagne by Paul Masson. Wow. Oh. It's like a joke. by that same like French excellence. It's fermented in the bottle and like the best French champagne. It's vintage vintage, dated. dated. (laughs) So call my son.
7: Oh, God. Oh, the French.
3: (laughs) God. Uh, There's a, I don't know, hopefully it's not around anymore, but for many years ago, there was this young (laughs) producer that was just annoying the hell out of me. And I mean, he just wouldn't stop could you try it this way could you try it that way let's try it with this mic let's try it with that mic let's try it okay okay buddy i said what'd you say and you can hear me doing this i go what'd you say he goes what i said you just call me your buddy and he goes yeah why what's i said don't call me your buddy he says to me what should i call you and there's a pause and i go Call me Dr. Death. <laughs> Why did you say that? I think I might have been out to lunch and had uh, a glass of wine or two at lunch. Dr. But Death. Call me Dr. Death. It's better than Captain Whammo. Captain Wammo was the one that hired me at uh, KSTP and mm-hmm. began my career. Does Captain go-
1: Whammo?
8: <laughs> yeah.
3: He was. He worked in Chicago, Captain Whammo. And then he's
1: the guy who gave you the name Catman, right? He's the
3: one who gave me the name yeah. Catman. Exactly. Does he still go by Captain Whammo? I don't think he's on the air anymore. Jim Chanel is his real name.
8: I love that the these guys brand themselves with some name that sort of sounds really outdated, like 30
9: years later. Yeah, yeah. 30 years later, it's really outdated. <laughs> well, 30 years ago, this was your buddy caught on a hot mic, too.
8: This is how it goes, sell for American contemporary radio. Is it working now, Gilly? All right, let's go. Good Lord, let's go. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> what? It still sounds bad? It did sound bad. I thought you said it was working all right. Is it working all right or not? If not, I'll share a microphone with Mr. Axdell.
4: I have
3: no more time. God
1: damn
4: it. Yeah.
3: Wow! Yeah, one of these days we're going to get the football picks. Yeah, I was going to say. Oh, Kostaki, yeah. Kostaki, he's Kostaki.
1: told snaps. He's told
3: one this is,
8: joke. This is way more fun for me. You don't have to work.
1: <laughs> really funny. <laughs> yeah, just listening to clips on the phone. That's my, my job. Name, my
8: name's is not Kostaki. I pronounce it Guillermo. <laughs> oh, you heard that, did you?
5: Tom, what was the name of the uh, uh, foot the Vikings football coach that lost his mind on? Remember, he was Teddy swearing. Green? No, the older guy. The Oh, Jerry Burns! Jerry Burns has another great one. Look that one up, Kostak. You will laugh. Get ready to, for days. Get
3: ready for the edit here, Melina. But Jerry Burns was the head coach of Minnesota Vikings, and he was this old guy, and he, ah, you sons of bitches, come in. All, all you ever do is you, 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 you come in, and you complain every day, and you ask these questions. You, you, you sons of bitches are unbelievable. And then there's a long pause. He goes. You fuckers!
5: <laughs> so was that the funny. burns
1: of Burnsy's bedtime stories? <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. Exactly.
5: It is so funny. If I
1: you just show, if you so. just Google Jerry Burns Vikings, the second result is what we're what are wow, looking it's for. Fantastic. Okay. Yes. On YouTube, Jerry yeah, it, Burns uncensored.
5: Well, yeah, we can't even play it because love, there's so many swear
1: words. <laughs> I love your advice.
8: Just look up Orson Welles drunk. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> He's crazy. All right, so we had, there were two games in L.A. amid wildfires, and in Cleveland there was a dumpster fire. Oh, my goodness. There was. Come oh on, Browns. God. Josh Gordon is trying to stay off drugs. Give him a chance. 14 points up
3: in the fourth quarter, and you lose. In uh, overtime. Then they had, overtime. had to pay a
8: commission to the Falcons. That's an awful way to lose. Uh, that hurts. They're 0-13 now, the Browns. Yeah. Well, oh. I hope nothing unlucky happens to them. <laughs> <laughs> like last year when they were 0-13? You mean like oh, that? That's so terrible. Josh Gordon hadn't scored since 2013. Like the Democrats. It's <laughs> been a while. Oh, <laughs> man. <laughs> a fan, do you see this, has been raising money for the 0-16 parade. Right? Oh. And you have to have $10,000 for the city to pay for security and stuff if you have a parade. And so he had a GoFundMe thing, and he had, like, two grand in there. And then Excedrin donated the final amount. How great is that?
3: Uh You give me a headache.
1: That's a great sponsorship idea. (laughs) It is. At least it wasn't my doll. (laughs) Well, that's true. Can we get Jägermeister
8: to sponsor the news lately? That would really be helpful. Yes. God,
3: I drank it one time,
1: and I think I projectile hurled for about a <laughs> month. It's pretty weird. It's it's oh. it's, it's a, a potion. It's black licorice. Yeah, it's, it's a potion, is what it is. But it's, it's super, nasty. super, super. It's scary. it's something Viking berserkers drank, so they didn't feel pain.
8: Right. It's as David Tell says, uh, you can use it for
1: time travel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's
5: like today's absence.
8: Yeah.
1: Behold, as I go a month into the future. <laughs> And then we had snow in buffalo,
8: that game. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. A oh, footnote. my
5: gosh. The- snow in buffalo? <laughs> During
8: Why they have an outdoor stadium? Crazy, crazy snow. Pull up a clip of that if you Oh, I see. saw it. I did see it. It was a that- foot of snow, right? Yeah. During the game, they got eight inches, way more oh. than
3: my
5: wife got. Huh? <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. There, did. There, there you go. go. Okay. That's a super groan right Thanks there. For-
6: Thanks for calling. Thanks for calling. <laughs> See, that's,
5: that's interesting because great Should we fire him you. right now? <laughs>
1: it's interesting because you could Don't say more or less, and they're both jokes, but they're both, you know. Yeah, it's you to go self-deprecating. Yeah, it's, it's a versatile. All right.
5: All right. Nice. Thanks for sticking up for it. Yeah. <laughs> God, Andy, you can go too. <laughs>
8: By the way, that's what you want when you're freezing your ass off, rooting for your mediocre team to beat a bad
1: team over time. Yes. (laughs) Wonderful.
6: (laughs) Why did so, they have an outdoor
5: stadium?
1: That was a lot of snow. Why did we have an outdoor stadium? Yeah, we should have never given up that outdoor stadium. Because that was a mistake. Because it's, it's
5: a team advantage to so these
1: big, kind of moments. They're fun. Big, yeah, big... I guess. Yeah, if you mm-hmm. have like you know Alabama come up here, yeah, yeah, yeah they're, they're screwed. Yeah.
5: Used to training in the cold.
1: Alabama, that's your NFL. You know, the
5: those Alabama, guys.
1: The Alabama, you know, tumbleweeds. <laughs> well, I do think Alabama could probably beat the Cleveland Browns. Yeah, yeah. maybe at this
8: think like oh. I could beat the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> yeah. They're so, into, great,
1: they're so into college know. football. Why don't they have an NFL team? It is weird. It's very yeah. weird.
6: How into football yeah. they are.
1: It'd be great if they would relegate NFL teams into
8: the college level and yeah. have, have the two <laughs> best college teams move up.
1: I'm kind of surprised they don't. <laughs> it's, it's like it's like a cage match. You know, whoever wins gets to get free of the uh, <laughs> well, the college <laughs> world.
8: <laughs> that Bills game was fun to watch. It, it was so white it owns the Friends DVD box set. That's white. That's. Oh, my God. It, it was so white it thinks Blake Shelton is the sexiest man alive.
3: <laughs> he wh- oh Why Why was he picked as the sexiest man alive? <laughs> no. Yeah.
8: That game was so white it went to an ugly sweater party. That's a white <laughs> Thank those you. Are, yeah. It went apple picking and bought a Prius. <laughs> hey,
1: <laughs> hey, I've been I apple know. picking. It, it
8: voted for Jill Stein and was drinking a pumpkin spice latte. That was a white game. I feel like well, you're um, describing Alex me. <laughs> you <Yeah, we're laughs> just, <laughs> like
5: just talked about Alex. Taking this personally.
8: <laughs> you got a moleskin notebook over there somewhere. God damn it! <laughs> <I'm>...
5: <laughs> Are you watching me? Listen to an...
8: NPR, and watching the wire. I'm just uh, that's that's all I, I ever do.
5: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
8: so Carson Wentz towards ACL. That's the big news today. Um, an eagle with a bad knee. That should be the symbol of America. <laughs>
5: right? around. You know, maybe an eagle
8: with a bad knee and a lot of student loan debt. <laughs> it's a possibility, you know. So the quarterback of the best team is going to miss the rest of the season. It's a shame we can't get spare parts for these guys, like a car, you know, have Johnny Manziel hanging around drinking in case someone needs a knee or a collarbone or something. (laughs) It's not a bad plan. When he heard that Carson was going to be gone, Jay Leno said he's available. Huh? Oh, God. Really? There's an old reference. <laughs> yeah, everybody.
7: That's
5: very funny. Who's Jay Leno?
7: <laughs> Carson
3: was going to be Come on. Gone. We were just playing uh, Orson Welles drunk. Come on. Yeah, that's true. That's these, a good point. These are old references. <laughs> they are. That's a very good point.
8: Cam Newton is trying to popularize the brimless hat. You know, it would be popular—a wordless cam. That would be great.
3: <laughs> Was he really wearing a fez after the game yes. yesterday? Yes. What? What is well, wrong
8: with him? Fez-ish. Yeah. Fez-ish. You mean Ishy Fez? <laughs> Ish. Uh, that sounds like an uncle. Fez-ish.
1: It, it does look like. It's like a. I, it's halfway between a fez and one of those like Kwanzaa hats. Let me see it. A yeah, Kwanzaa little... hat. You know what I mean. It's a little shrinery. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Hey, Ken, we shrinery. already have a brimless hat. It's called a yarmulke. Oh, Why
3: my <laughs> <are> we... <laughs> God. He is such an embarrassment to humanity. Is that it's Hebrew weird... on the side? Hey, it looks like Hebrew, yeah. It does. At least he won. Oh, no, <laughs> no, no he's not. Yeah, he did win. <laughs> he had fat. that 62 yard run that was pretty impressive. <laughs>
8: And Blair Walsh missed another field goal. On the Blair power rankings, he just moved below oh Blair from Facts of Life. Uh, <laughs> that's that's kind of negative. What show? the Blair Witch project. And Tony Blair. Yeah. And Linda Blair. Linda Blair. <laughs> and Rocky Blair. <laughs> Blair. Oh, it's Rocky Blair, yeah. I was gonna yeah. say it's Rocky Blyer
3: from the Pittsburgh Steelers. <laughs> yeah, a crazy uh-huh. There's a memory for you.
8: Yeah, I just see that's good. This, how many old references can we do in yeah. one segment? <laughs> can, many. You,
3: can you stay, stay with us for another segment for a few minutes?
8: Uh, i got to be out at the top of the hour. You're what, a disaster. What's your
3: window? Uh, we'll be back in two minutes, so five no, more minutes. No, we're done with this hour.
4: <laughs> well, we could
8: start the third Let me do a closer night. and scram. That's fine. Oh, God. This okay. is a tweet from a listener. It made me giggle. It's probably <laughs> an old joke, but it's well written. Okay. He's a Bengals fan. He says they call them the Possums because they play dead at home and get killed on the road. (laughs) Not bad. (laughs) Not bad. Giggle worthy.
3: I like the fact that you don't have to write anything when you come on this show. (laughs) We just schmooze about all these other cultural things and everything. It goes
8: better when I just listen to uh, drunken Orson Welles. That's hilarious.
1: I'm going to go look Uh, up some uh, more stuff. The French. He's got to
9: be happy. Another uh, win for
3: Garoppolo.
1: Exactly. That's right. Think about Janine that. Garoppolo? Yes. <laughs> Janine
3: Garoppolo? Yes, Janine Garoppolo. Janine Garoppolo. All right, Kostaki, we'll talk to you next week, and that's that's going to do it before Christmas yeah. next week. Oh, okay,
8: you are around next week, though. Oh, absolutely. All right, all right. We'll go Vikings, and uh, I'm going to look up some more funny clips, and I'll talk to you guys soon. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Kostaki. <laughs> all right, see you. We'll be back, Tom Bernard Show.
7: For Christmas please
0: come, come home, home for Christmas if not for Christmas My new year's night well,
1: I, I,
3: I love that song it's a great song Since a great christmas education. song we just what about 13 days away from christmas
10: not bad at all, man. Maybe we maybe just try to reflect on this and the joy and the happiness and trust and goodwill yes. toward everybody. Maybe we can just extend that a little bit longer and get it out of, get some of this hate out of everybody. Oh. As long as we don't grab
3: Santa's
9: package coming down the gym. <laughs> you know what it. I miss? I miss the old um, Christmas specials. Oh I do too. Like when you'd have the Bing Crosby or the Annie yep. Williams Christmas specials, Perry Como. Perry Como, Donnie and Marie, all of that fun oh, just yeah. kind of variety show yep. stuff. Glenn Campbell not so much. But, but the rest were good.
10: But we don't have the, that kind of uh that kind of entertainers. We no. don't have that kind of entertainer.
0: Anymore. No. Well I think I think Lady Gaga has like a Christmas you know, special coming up? Also, be right. You say that Ralph, but you could argue like Justin Timberlake, Jimmy Fallon, those guys could kind of pick up the torch and they could oh, bring it. Timberlake yeah, but, is but, a very but
10: talented. Johnny guy. Carson never had it. Johnny Carson, Steve Allen, Jack Parr never had their Christmas special. No, but different people. But Johnny, or
9: but uh, like you brought up, Timberlake would be a great yeah, guy to pull something of of That yeah, he, he would be fun. Actually. Does he yeah. sing? Oh, does he sing?
1: That's he cute. In, Ralph. He was in whatever <laughs> that band, Backstreet Boys. In Sync, I think it
3: was Sync. He was in In exactly. He's
8: getting ready for his halftime show.
3: Yeah, that's right. He's got the halftime show. Is he going to? Grab an itty bitty this time. Yeah. He may
9: do the whole thing, the whole Monty, the full Monty. The
3: full Monty. Time. Monty he this may time just around. unwrap
0: the whole package. Just oh, look
9: at you open up now. The Catherine left. <laughs> oh,
0: man, whoa, <laughs> that's right.
1: whoa,
9: Tim. Catherine hits the road now. Tim's big shot. I show
1: here.
0: I like
3: it.
1: Do you know why they're called in sync? Because, because they were their in sync because of their uh, names. That's half of it. What? The other half is the last letter Justin, Chris, Joey, Jason, and JC. Wow. How did you know that, Tom? Because I'm nuts. <laughs> yeah,
3: well, we know that. We know that's a given, but no, Alex was a huge she was NSYNC enormously fan. Enormously. I still love
9: the story about Alex's friend.
3: Oh, God. Yeah, you guys have never <laughs> heard this, or so you'll like this. Mm, okay. So I get Alex backstage at an insane concert, right? They go backstage and each each, you know, young lady gets to ask a question of the group. So Alex, I don't what do you remember what Alex even asked Sandy? No. He asked it a was question. something, you know, very standard. Something in your favorite movie or whatever. But her friend, it was time for her to ask a question <laughs> and she's from Elk River. Yeah. Eva. And that's where that Minnesota accent really kicks in is yeah. Elk River and goes north from there. So she says What's your guys' favorite foods? And they said, what? What's your guys' favorite foods? <laughs> What's your guys' favorite foods? Yeah. And they're like, what? Yeah. They didn't know what, what the hell she and, was talking about. And the security person had to go, what is your favorite food? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> The security person <laughs> had <friend>,
7: translate.
3: <laughs> it's kind of weird because that... That accent in some areas it comes and
1: goes. You yeah. drive through one area and it's there. You drive a little farther north and it's not. Well, it's ba- it's probably I mean, based on like you know where the Norwegians settled versus the Germans and yeah, so that is forth. true. I
9: don't even know if that's true because my wife's from Apple Valley and she couldn't she be does more that? Fargo. Yeah, voice. that's true. You hear my wife? Yeah, she that's talks. true. Oh, stop it! Oh, you I can it? hear it right now. Shut so, up and don't pick on me. So we're all <laughs> gonna, I love what, Tom.
10: We're all going to agree that you know once we get to Elk River, it it overall overall generally speaking it gets denser and denser and denser and it sort of fades into the canadian accent it It kind of does yeah Yeah. it kind of
3: does it's and it's mordahl's fault let's be honest (laughs) because he grew up in elk river but you know when we lived up there i didn't notice you know we still have a farm up there not in elk river but in dayton just south of elk river but a lot of the people up there didn't have that accent just some of them yeah you you
1: noticed that didn't you andy oh yeah well i mean i grew out i grew up in dayton and my accent is uh, quite faint, whereas some faint. of the people out there, they had, you know...
9: Right, but I think that's because of who raised you, right? If your yeah, parents or grandparents
1: were, were prevalent in your life, you're probably yeah. going to have a bigger accent. Well, that's Minnesota why I'm saying accent. it's like, you know, the Norwegians settle somewhere, and mm-hmm. they, their kids have that accent, and their kids, and so forth. And if people leave, then they're, you know then their kids won't have that accent because they're growing up around kids that don't. I remember playing
3: in a softball tournament over at Chain of Lakes in Wisconsin, Chatek, Wisconsin, that whole area. And I will never forget... Where at? Chatek, Wisconsin. (laughs) Chatek is... uh, You know what Chain of Lakes is over in Wisconsin? Yeah. I was just hung up on the name of the town. C-H-E-T-E-K. Okay. Uh Chatek. I think it's a a Native American word, actually. Okay. But I'm not sure. But I do remember... (laughs) The umpire called the guy out and he literally turned around and went, No, no. way, <laughs>
9: like, Oh my god. Can you get those
3: vowels a little longer please?
9: Uh-huh. No way. Well it's okay. funny, when I call back home and I'll talk to my dad, Yeah, who's Chicago. That's right? Chicago, yeah. and, Chicago and my but my my cousin Rob, who lives out in Bartlett, Illinois. Uh which isn't Chicago, and he didn't grow up in Chicago. Uh But I'll call him, I'll be like, hey, Rob, I got a car question for you. Yeah, what's up, Dave? What do you want to (laughs) know? Yeah, I can fix that. The boat of you is coming out here, or to a tree, are you going to go over there? And I'm like, what the hell accent is? Where did you come from? I and know. my dad does the same thing. He's He comes out, and he's like, hey, the boat of us going to go? I'm like, yeah, the boat of us. And the my son's like, how do you spell that, Grandpa? The boat of B-O-T-H, us. B-O-T-H, yeah. boat of us. Why, can't you understand English? The boat of us.
1: I love that. dub airs. That bears. was a great day yeah. on Saturday Night Live. It was,
9: and that is Chicago. That man. is you Chicago. Talk, it's kind of a, you know, it, it's very New Yorkan.
1: Yeah, it's but like New, it's, it's like mutant
9: New York. Yeah, it's like a staccato <laughs> New York. It right? yeah. It's very it sharp kind of. Hey, what are you guys doing? That's the more the New York. This is more like yeah, the both of us are going to go mm-hmm. out there tonight. I'm uh, Chicago
3: uh, is fascinating. It's an amazing to. I love Chicago first of all. Absolutely love Chicago. And it's because of all the different cultural areas. Yeah you know the Greek town and you got the Polish area and you got the, the Lithuanians and the Latvians and the yeah most it's of it's the bleep. Polish area
9: most of it is yeah. the Polish area <laughs> yeah. that true. A Polish Polish lineup out there oh god and then it was a, it's a different environment i was uh, it was like 1982 and we went to pick up my grandparents from their home in chicago and take them out to dinner and we pull up to the corner and there's a mexican guy and two black guys and my grandmother just lets out with the N word like oh it means God. nothing. Oh, I know. And, and all of us are in the car, like looking out of the corner of our eyes, slowly rolling the window up, <laughs> oh, and totally unaffected because that's just what they were used to. You I know, mean, it was the old time yeah. Polish, you know, attitude in that part of town. And I'm just like, oh my God, Grandpa, Grandma, don't talk like that. You're gonna get us all shot. Well,
3: when I was seven years old, we lived at Fourteenth and Bryant North, a block mm-hmm. north of Plymouth Avenue, and my mother sent me to the store, the Dupont Cash Market, on the corner of. Plymouth and DuPont. It's a parking lot now, but I remember standing on the corner there, and it was like Christmas Eve day, you know, the morning of of Christmas Eve, and she needed some baking soda or something to make cookies or whatever she was doing, right? And I remember standing on the corner, and it was snowing a little bit, and this family, because Plymouth Avenue used to go out to Plymouth, Minnesota. I mean, that was the main thoroughfare to get out of downtown was Plymouth Avenue. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's no doubt about that. But um, I'm standing on the corner, and there's this dad. He's wearing a suit. Mom's wearing a very nice dress and the pillbox hat, you know, the Jackie <laughs> Kennedy special. Sure. And they had the two kids in the back seat. And it was a warmish day. I remember that. Even though it was snowing, it was like, it was like you know, it felt probably middle 30, something right. like that. Which for Christmas Eve is pretty warm around here. And the mother looked at me. And she turned to her children and said, Lock your doors. We're in End Town. Only she didn't say End Town. She used the whole word. She was looking at you. What did you was, like, what were you mean- out
9: chimney <laughs> sweeping? Why did she look <laughs> no. at you and say well, that? I don't know what the hell she's talking about. <laughs> I don't know where
3: she got that from. But yeah, she, she actually said the word. And I thought, What does that mean? Because I had never heard that before. That was the first time I ever heard, you know,
1: Big End Town. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I suppose it was they odd. didn't use that term in rap and so forth. Like, there was no rap, yeah. yeah. They not a lot of that in rhythm and blues.
9: No, that kind of no. kicked in like 77, 78 when rap really started to begin, right? Oh, yeah. Tim, are you impressed? I kind of knew that. I kinda, you
0: kind of did. Yeah.
9: Sugar yeah. Hill gang. Tim's Tim's
0: the uh, the rap fan. Are you the rap the fan? Yeah. I am the rap fan, Because yeah. of Sugar Hill? Uh, I would say I I was more uh, L O Cool J, Beastie Boys, the Def Jam
3: era. Yeah, you know, Def Jam's a whole different deal. That's yeah. not really rap. You don't think so? No, nah, the rap is garbage.
0: I I like Sugar Hill Gang, and I like Marley Marlin. Yeah, lot. no, but, I understand. But, but, but right. you know, I, I was more... I'd have thought you would have loved
9: Don't Push Me, because I'm close to the, the edge. Head. Yeah. That seems like a Tom Bernard special well, right That's there. true.
3: <laughs> but, I, well, you know, the kind of rap I did like was, unfortunately, Chester Bennington, who killed himself, but, you know... Yeah, uh, I just you yeah. know that that because that, he rapped in some of he his did. songs. Yeah, as long I like that not young... talking about shooting people and yeah. you know, right. selling drugs right. and uh-huh. yeah, or most expensivest. Right, but yeah. that's part of
9: their their culture. See, I didn't. Tim and I went to college together, and I was a Sinatra and '80s music guy. Yeah, and Tim was like he was going either uh, Metallica kind of stuff to uh, to hardcore rap, you know, N.W.A. And I'd sit there and I'd look at him like, what the hell is this nonsense? And I'll tell you, I watched that movie that mm-hmm. uh, came out, what was it, a year ago now? Uh,
0: Straight Outta Compton? Yeah, Straight Outta Compton. Almost two years Man, years that ago. gave me a lot
9: more respect for what they were doing, because then you realize yeah, it that it is. Deal. It's all about their culture music and what it they is, were coming yeah. through. And then I yeah. had a lot more... It gave me a, a healthy respect and admiration for the music.
3: And I think the, the problem that I have with it is guys like Snoop Dogg, who's a complete fraud. I... I I don't think he grew up in Compton or any place like that. Ice Cube's a nice guy. I've talked to him several times. Ice T is a complete jerk. I mean, but he wanted to be an actor. He's another guy, tough guy. He never grew up in that neighborhood either. So it's the guys who pretend that they grew up in that neighborhood that annoy me. You didn't like vanilla yeah. ice? Yeah, vanilla ice. <laughs> no, I did not like vanilla ice. He
9: grew up in the hardcore streets of the suburbs, yo. Yo, yo, yo! <laughs> Remember that he hit these like. Where did he say he was coming from? Like the mean streets of Detroit. And it turns out he grew up in like.
0: I thought he was, wasn't he Miami. Yeah, some. I thought uh, he, yeah. he originally
9: said he grew up in some
1: real South you know, Dallas, raised in South Florida. Yeah. Well, I mean, there are there are parts of South Florida that are pretty bad. Not where he was, though. Well, that's that's he, where he works
3: now. He's putting those houses. He's reclaiming houses and, and stealing them. from them and stealing
8: from yeah, breaking yeah, into
9: them.
3: Yeah, yeah
1: exactly. Yeah. It was hey, Miami. It's not
9: stealing if they don't <laughs> know it's missing,
3: Tom. That's <laughs> true. Well, it's a back very of good of a point. Truck. Yeah, <laughs> you know, you know the Beastie Boys story about Dick Clark. What I think it might have been the last year of American Bandstand or one other Dick Clark production, but I might have been American Bandstand. The boys are standing backstage, Beastie Boys on the on i think it was american Bandstand with dick clark and dick clark's wife came back because she really wanted to meet them mm-hmm. one of them spit on her oh i <laughs> will look at you imagine what? That. what yeah they spit on dick clark's wife why <laughs> what are you just because they were jerks wow because they were just the beastie boys you know but that is a good song their Which first one? hit was a good song the first hit they had was a good song Right oh, fight party! Right to party? Yeah, yeah, right, right. They okay. had a lot of good stuff. Yeah. They actually did, yeah. Yeah.
1: The only songs anyone of the anyone knows of theirs is everything on "Hello Nasty." Hello Nasty. That's their. That was their first album. I'm pretty sure. The are nice Jewish boys. What aren't was not Tim?
7: License, oh, to to yeah,
1: License, License to Ill was their first License to Ill. License to Ill. License to Ill. Had the had
3: three
9: the, white uh, Jewish boys lighter. breaking out rapping, right? <laughs> exactly. And didn't that, like, throw the whole black culture in there? Like, what is going on? But they loved them. <laughs> what is that, this that, all about?
0: That was, uh, that was pretty groundbreaking. Actually, Rick Rubin himself was pretty groundbreaking. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I think
9: that is true.
1: Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. Still oh, yeah, to wow. this day. They were formed in 1981, and then they didn't make License to Ill until 86. hmm and then, but yeah, they, they were big in '86. They broke, I was yeah, I was listening to that band. working were, in the back
0: room at Chuck E. Cheese putting pizzas. Were together. you really? Yeah, Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah, yep. I didn't know they were
3: that old. Where? Cheese. Blaine and Blaine. Okay, yep. Chuck E. Cheese and Blaine. Mm-hmm. One of the greatest experiences of my life, and Andy won't remember this because he's too small. But we uh, went down to West Palm Beach to spend spend uh, the Christmas week down there between Christmas and New Year's, and the kids wanted to go to Chuck E. Cheese, so we just drove down Okeechobee Boulevard. There's a Chuck E. Cheese one in. We were the only white people in there, and swear to God, the music stopped
4: playing.
9: (laughs) (laughs) That's like an old west. What the hell are you doing in here? You got the robotic uh, bear up on stage. Yeah, the bear's (laughs) like, wait a minute, look at that.
3: (laughs) The hell are you doing in there? <laughs> the bear's even talking back to me. <laughs> <laughs> Honest to
9: God, Chuckie Cheese. We, I worked at Showbiz Pizza. I remember in '81, and then it got bought out by Chuck E. Cheese. Yep. and I was the guy that made the pizzas in the back. My buddy made the dough. My right. other buddy was the cutter. And we used to go get hired and kites in the cooler. We'd go smoke,
3: yeah. and we'd go out
9: and we'd do our job. That's really nice. And uh, on occasion, you'd get the you'd see the the grandparents come in with a couple of kids. Yeah, yeah. And my buddy Sully sprinkle weed on the pizza and put it through the oven. Really? And then you'd watch, and the two old people would be sitting in their chair looking at the stage like, what is going on? <laughs> and the kids would be flying around at 100 miles an hour, and we would laugh and laugh. I got to tell
3: you one thing, man. The, you know the little tunnel? they crawl through tunnels and all yeah. the Chuck e. Cheese's. <laughs> I went in there. At and Randy? I swore- uh, Andy was in there, yeah. But the guy right in front of me who was following his kid—oh no—you got to wipe your butt next time, uh, sir. <laughs> oh, the reek coming oh, off this! Yeah. High. Oh.
9: I had to go in and clean the ball crawl. Ah! Yeah, I did that too. Oh. Yeah, the dirty full <laughs> of diapers He'll in play, the bottom oh. of the ball <laughs> oh. and
3: poop oh, and yeah. just—I oh.
9: Oh, yeah. couldn't
3: touch a ball crawl for another yeah, twenty years. I understand yeah. that? We'll be back, Tom Bernard Show. I have never liked you, by the way. Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience? Member FDIC, an equal housing lender.
2: Thanks, friend.
3: And you are? (laughs) Real nice. Chuck Nabla. (laughs) Chuck (laughs) Nabla. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. There's no better time than now to ditch your contacts and pitch your glasses. Whiting Clinic is the place I trusted to do this for me, and it's not just me. And Whiting Clinic is definitely the place to go. Call 855-554-2020 today. Or visit whitingclinic.com to set up your free LASIK consultation. Remember to tell them that I sent you and save $500 on your LASIK.
1: Offer good for a limited time. Call Whiting Clinic for details. Good for both eyes only. Cannot
3: be
8: combined with any other offer.
10: Gentlemen, how was your week? Oh, so you're uh, real good. 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 Real good. good. Any heart attacks? I had one. Had a couple. <laughs> All right. Now, as you can tell, we're celebrating Thanksgiving here at Dick's rather than in our homes. But it's okay. Our families understand. Absolutely. This year, the Bears are playing, and Dickus has a 12-foot screen. Of course. There's really no other place to be. All right, <laughs> we're getting ready to watch the Bears annihilate the Detroit Lions. But first, it's a good time to reflect on our glorious heritage. And here to help us out with your annual presentation is the sixth graders over at St. Ignatius, led by Tommy Arnold, nephew of our own, Pat Arnold. <laughs> Look at the fountain.
3: Ah, uh, just a wonderful great. bit,
9: <laughs> I like when Chris Farley starts pounding on his chest. <laughs> I got a piece well, of knockers horse <laughs> <caught up. laughs> Do you believe? Uh, I think Monday marks 20 years since he passed away. God, that's uh, insane. 20 years. Yep.
3: yep, nicest guy in the world. Wow, he was, a, and his brothers are nicer than hell. Yeah, great family
9: from from uh, Madison, w-
3: Madison, Wisconsin. Yep. Yep. I used well, to work
9: at the movie theater in uh, uh, Stratford Square. Mm. and uh, Belushi, Jim Belushi, used to come in all the time with his mom, and they'd throw the Belushi card around to get into free movies. Oh, really? And I had no clue who he was, and I was working the ticket booth one day, and he comes walking up with his mom, and I go, tickets, please? And he goes, "Uh, I'm Jim Belushi. This is my mom. I'm like, I'm Dave Schrader. Can I have your tickets? (laughs) I had no clue. (laughs) Well, And they're like, uh, he goes, well, we don't usually pay for movies. And I go, why? And he goes, (laughs) well, we're Jim Belushi, and this is... You know John Belushi and I go yeah he's dead oh I had no clue it just wasn't oh, registering and they're looking at me and Jim goes I'm his brother this is his mother and I go and you can't afford tickets <laughs> <laughs> I guess go on in and the mom starts laughing as they're walking away Jim every time he would like I'd see him pop around and if he saw me up there he'd wait until I'd leave the ticket booth before he'd walk up to come up and get his free I passes
3: anything to do with you yeah Unbelievable! <laughs> it doesn't surprise me though. No. So you got all the money in the world, but I'm not paying for a ticket.
9: No. No, okay. I'm Jim Belushi. Some, okay.
3: Someday off the air, I'll tell you my Chris Farley story. I can't tell you on here oh, because no? it may and because Chris is dead, and it makes him to some people make him look bad, but they'd have to understand his sense of humor. Sure. It was actually very funny. <laughs> <So>. <laughs>
4: Okay, Tad. He, he's oh, just oh, having a
0: heart attack. I'm knocking! Huh? Oh, oh. Hey, no, he's choking!
4: He's
7: choking, I got, no, it. I got it, I got it, I got it. I got it. I got it. Oh, I'm like... Oh, I'm like...
9: Oh, I'm like. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he coughed up the big <laughs> chunk of meat. <laughs> all right. All right. Weren't, they all, weren't they all sitting around smoking too? Excellent yeah. work, good job,
10: Tad. You got to remember to chew those pork chops, buddy.
9: <laughs> <laughs> got to remember to
3: chew the Judas pork, pork chops.
9: chops. I like when they had the fight. What were they like? Uh, okay, so who do you like in a Super Bowl? It's uh, the, the Raiders against Coach Ditka. Well, is this mini Coach Ditka or full size Coach <laughs> Ditka? Either way, I'll take mini Coach Ditka. That was a great. Who wrote that bit? Oh, I think that was, uh, uh, what's his name? Norm. Yeah, it was yeah. George Wendt yeah,
0: George and Wendt. Uh, the, the, one of the other uh, Saturday Night Live cast members, but I don't remember who it was. So it was, was George it was had, Wendt and somebody? Yeah.
1: Those yeah. super fans. Let's see Yeah, Mike here. Myers. Was
0: this after Al Franken was writing?
1: No, I don't think, I think I so. Franken had been writing since
9: the
0: 70s, on and not Oh, yeah, he was, yeah. yeah. yeah but Al- it was mainly George Wendt's idea, I remember, if I, yeah. I, remember yeah. right. I like
1: yeah. how if you Google Da Bears, the first thing you get is how they're doing in the NFL. <laughs> well, <it's> because <laughs> you know a lot, of people, part of the... yeah, a lot of people do that. Oh, yeah, go to the Yeah, that's how they type it because that's how they say it. The Bears. It doesn't say who wrote it.
9: And it was funny because I lived in Illinois at that yeah. point. I was never even a football fan because, you know, I wanted to sit down and I tried to understand football. My dad was the, you know, he loved watching football, but he did not like speaking during football. Oh, and I'd be yeah. like, why did he do that? Because that's what they're doing. It's football. Yeah, shut up. Yeah, but what's his name? are you going to just sit here and yap the whole time? <laughs> like, I'm trying yeah. to understand. So I never watched it. But then when the, right. the Bears started getting good, and then they hit that 85. stride in 84 and 85. 84
3: and 85, My man. dad,
9: I, I went and watched a Super Bowl on that and, and had a great time. But, yeah, after that, did could do no wrong. Even though it took him, he, he never went back. Right? Never hit the Super Bowl again. As no, did he then. did
3: not. But no.
9: you could. This guy was infallible. Everybody loved him.
3: The only problem I ever had with Ditka is he did not allow Walter Payton to score touchdowns. So he that right, he regrets it. that too, though. He should regret it. He did. That, he
9: said it afterwards. He was like that. Always it kicked yeah, my butt. He was. Yep. He was going for the stunt play, putting in the fridge. Yep. I think he was just trying to make a mark and have fun, and he totally forgot that. What, how important that would have been to Walter.
3: Walter was one of the great running backs of all time. I mean, Did you he hear about the,
9: his Super Bowl ring? No. His Super Bowl ring went missing. Oh, okay. And they had to replace it. And he was, like, so depressed and bummed that he'd lost the Super Bowl ring. And, like, 20 years later, his kid, best friend, they had given him the couch from his basement, and oh, he had it over in his God. house, and they went to get rid of it. When they tipped it, the ring fell out. Really? So he found the ring and brought back the original Super Bowl ring. Is that after Walter had died? Yeah, unfortunately. Oh, my
3: God. He died so young, too. Yeah. You know, typical Vikings, by the way. Yeah, we got a Peyton. It's the wrong Peyton. It's yeah. Eddie Peyton, but <laughs> no, don't worry about that. We got a, uh, was it, Cadre Ismail. We got an Ismail. Uh, we got the wrong one, but yeah. uh, we got Cadre Ismail.
9: The Vikings Cadre were was favorite. good for a year. Yeah, for a year he was. Yeah, that's what's really good. Our Vikings players, they step up really solid for a year. It's that yeah. Yeah. we get we get the quarterback I love because when I moved up here I was not a football fan. Tim broached me into that after the North Stars left and I had nothing to watch. He goes, well let's watch some football I'm like, oh God, am I allowed to talk? Yeah <laughs> we started watching football together and I just it was like one washed up quarterback after another coming in but then they'd have a career year. They'd light it up. Yeah. What, you had Warren Moon, Randall Cunningham, yeah, that's right. Brett Favre. Who was the uh, Oakland uh, quarterback we had under uh, Jeff, Jeff George. George.
3: Well, Jeff George, we, yeah.
9: And all of them came in and did really well. And then you had the, but, the kids that stepped up, Brad Johnson, Dante yep. Culpepper, and they would have these flash years. And then it was just like. I don't
10: know if it would be Don Downer or Debbie Downer, but, you know, they, did, they never were in the Super Bowl. Who? Well, no, we've been oh. there four times. Yeah, no, but none of these win. quarterbacks got, no, they, they had a stellar year, but not stellar enough. Right. That's Ralph. Uh, yeah, thanks, Ralph. Brad Johnson had a
0: stellar
3: oh. year when he went to Tampa. Yeah.
0: You want to bring it down <laughs> even further, Ralph, I'll do you one better. Now it's the former washed-up quarterbacks that come to Minnesota that get charged with sexual assault. Yeah. Now you've know. got Warren Moon, Donovan McNabb. Yeah. We can just keep going with no, this. you're yeah? right. See, you're we right. bring it full oh, circle. Almost
3: all of them. Yeah. Unbelievable. Brad Johnson, <laughs> by the way, classiest human being I ever met. Very very sad to tell you. The guy can barely move now.
9: Really? Yeah,
3: he has a hard time getting out of bed in the morning. He can barely move. It's just sad.
9: I went to see Bill Cosby at Mistake Lake, and Mm -hmm. we had great seats, and all of a sudden in walks like the entire starting line of the Vikings. Oh, really? Warren Moon sits in front of me, and he puts his arm around this woman, and they're smooching, and my girlfriend, Mary at the time, leans over, and she goes, that's not his wife that loud. Oh! And and Warren Moon just does the slow burn head turn, and he just turns back and looks at us, and I'm like, and I point to her. (laughs) She said it. I don't even know this
3: one. Listen, I've got a very manly voice. (laughs) It wasn't me that said it. Yeah. You know what? If you're you're out in public and you're making out with a woman, that's on you. Yeah. Sorry. Uh You know. Yeah. If you know it's not your wife, and they know it's not your wife, what the hell are you doing? Yeah. So no, I, I just I don't think anybody's
9: ever called him out before, and that was. She goes, "That's Phenomenal. not his wife." You like feel it. the air leave the entire place. Oh God! <laughs> hey,
3: when do we? Are there any any uh, early predictions on Alabama? On what about it? About the about the Senate race in Alabama, oh. Jones and and Roy Moore, who went to vote today? Again, uh, let me bring this up. Dressed see. as a cowboy on a horse, <laughs> he did. He went and voted on a horse. He rode in on a horse wearing a cowboy outfit.
10: In Alabama.
3: In Alabama, <clears throat> yeah. So, I suppose. But will be remembered. Gonna... Oh, he'll always be remembered. Right. Well, did you hear what his wife said yesterday? What? He's given it the old. Uh, well, I know a lot of people uh, that uh, think uh, that 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 uh, Roy is a, is a racist and anti-Semitic, and he's oh, always yeah. being accused of being an anti-Semite. But well, I'll tell you one thing. One of our lawyers is a Jew, <laughs> and that's how she said the word too. She went Jew.
9: Is that the equivalent of I've
3: got a lot of black friends? <laughs> yes,
9: mm-hmm.
3: yes, all my black friends, both, <laughs> all those people, both of them. I had a boat of them. <laughs> yeah, I suppose you're not going to get any returns till the polls close at eight o'clock, huh?
1: Uh, well, Roy Moore has zero percent. Doug Jones also has zero percent. How would you describe so, no. the Big Bang Theory? Why don't you go to hell? <laughs>
3: Yeah, so they're not going to give it results until the polls close at, <laughs> what, 7 o'clock central, I would guess
9: that would be,
1: right? Yes. <laughs> why don't you go to hell? Why oh, don't you go to hell? You should hell. have that on the drop bar. I, <laughs> don't, I do not like ads that do yeah, those that. pop-up ads. Yeah, us. seriously,
3: why are they allowed? Do you think, how do you think that race is going to go? Tim, how do you think it's going to go?
0: Uh, You know, what was, uh, Jones was what, 10% up? 10% the up. The last
3: poll? Uh, uh, last, and then, well, the two polls that came out today, he
1: was he was up 10 points in one, and there were dead heat in the other. I wouldn't mm. be surprised if Roy won just because the Democrats are telling them not to vote for him and they'll just do the yeah, opposite. You know what? I'll, Alabamans are like that. I'll man. agree yeah.
0: with Andy. I You know, I, I think what's going to happen is you, you will see Roy Moore get the seat, and then you're going have you're going to have problems in Congress because Congress yeah. is going to sit and look at it and say, now what do we do? Yeah, yeah well, that's, that's what exactly happens right. when
1: you know a bunch of ivory tower people are like, "Oh well, you're clearly not smart as me. You're voting for the wrong guy." And yeah. it's like, even if the candidate is horrible, being like that is going to make people do the opposite of what you want because it just it feels good to you know. But what yeah. can
9: Congress do, right? It's just like the uh, no. all the it, all it, of you, the you anger that was put out on Jesse Ventura when he was our governor and mm. he would do things like the XFL. I'm like, hey, morons, yeah, we yeah. went out and voted for an ex-pro wrestler right. who's always been self-serving. Yep, and we always. wanted a
0: change in politics. So if you're going to yeah, vote somebody right. in, you can't whine about what you voted in. Congress can yeah. refuse to seat him. That it, is right. It's, it's, it, but it hasn't been done since, what, the 1800s? Yeah, it's I don't so think long they long would long do time. that.
5: Fake news would tell you that we don't care for Jews. I tell you all this because I've seen it all, so I just want to set the record straight while they're here. One of our attorneys is a Jew.
9: Is a Jew. She sounds our, like Jan Hook's character from Pee-wee's uh, <laughs> Big Adventure. Does. There's no <laughs> basement in the Alamo. <laughs> in the Alamo.
3: Uh, one of our attorneys is a Jew. <laughs> well, that makes it all better. Vote him in. Well, absolutely. If you got a Jew working for you, absolutely. Now, yeah. Happy
8: Hanukkah.
3: Wait a minute. Who ever heard of a Jewish attorney? Come on, you're making that up. Hanukkah begins uh, when the sun goes down. Yep.
1: Don't forget it. She should have said one of our attorneys is a Jew, despite our trying our best.
3: Yes, we tried to find somebody who was a, but they just—they're just, they're everywhere in that profession.
1: <laughs> Do you remember
9: when uh, Kurt was still funny and Larry was getting finalizing his divorce from Cheryl, and he had his lawyer, and he found out oh, his yeah. lawyer was not Jewish, and then he got the Jewish lawyer, yes, who screwed it all up who for screwed him, screwed
3: everything up for him. <laughs> that is so sad. That show is so bad this year. Curb your enthusiasm. Oh my god, that show's bad. Do you
9: think show. he's doing that on purpose so that people leave him alone and I don't hope ask so. for another season? Mm,
1: yeah, I wonder. Because I you hope.
9: do a show like that, right? And then people when when's the next year? When's never the next series? Stop. When's the next series? Okay, fine. Here you go. You wanted it, here it is, I'm putting a yeah. stake in it. Well, it's well technically terrible.
1: they could just have a season finale, like, you know, the character gets killed off. What are you gonna do from there? Sure. I Dave, used to love that
10: show. But Dave Dave Chappelle had enough strength to say, hey, Well, it's not gonna be another show. I'm going to Africa because i got to get my head straight.
1: Yeah, that's
9: very true. Yeah, but he could stand behind a principle. He stood behind the principle of that he was, in a sense, kind of mocking the black culture mm-hmm. and that he was making white people laugh at the expense at of the people, black, black yes. people. So he had a, well, he had a moral high the ground. He exact
1: same thing about Jewish culture. Yeah, that's what basically what he's doing. He could if he wanted to. It's not I don't think it's I don't think I think it's a cop out, but he could do it if he wanted. But I don't think the
9: plight is gonna feel as impactful as Dave Chappelle's version. One of the greatest episodes
3: of Kirby Enthusiasm was when Michael J. Fox is on stage talking about having Parkinson's. (laughs) And Larry David's talking about having given a violin to his little neighbor boy. And the woman goes, What? What'd you give him? What? So he starts going like this. (laughs) So everybody thinks he's making fun of, Oh, cry baby Michael J. Fox.
9: (laughs) Oh, poor guy's got Parkinson's. And you got to love, though, that Michael J. Fox would be a part of this. Because he's, he's yes. made a couple of shows where he's mocking his own mm-hmm. issues. Yes. Always liked him. Yeah. Oh, I always like Michael J. Fox. He's he's quite a talent. He said, no, what, no. on one of the interviews he was talking about, he said he gets himself in a lot more trouble now because somebody will start asking him something ridiculous, and he's nodding, and he goes, and then I realize they think I'm agreeing with him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's right.
1: I'm not really agreeing with you. It's just my head nods a lot. Yeah. I'm surprised he's, like, doing so well because he's had Parkinson's yeah, since time. he was 29. He's 56 now. Is he really? Right. using well, when you that kind of money, I'm sure you can keep yeah. finding ways yeah. to, yeah, to
10: get but, the best treatments. It's kind of related to uh, uh, Parkinson or not. Parkinson's, uh to um uh, oh what do you call it I can't remember now yeah no or Jacob Kreuz felt one of those sort of things yeah. head thing
3: one of those deals we shall be right back ladies and gentlemen Tom Bernard show Tom here for Sabre plumbing heating and air conditioning right now Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer zero percent financing for 36 months
10: Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. You Are there any Christmas songs that piss you off?
9: Christmas of songs. See day. that Jingle Bells by Barbara Streisand? Oh, I just want oh, 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 to oh. I've never heard a song make me want to hurt somebody so bad as that song. Jingle, oh, isn't that like
1: sh- d- 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 jingle be unanimously be. decided god. as one of the worst Christmas songs ever by everyone? The other one I'm not
9: thrilled with is Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer. I lived in the heyday of that, and I just oh god. And
3: Moline and I agree. Mama's shoes, or what's this? Christmas shoes. Christmas shoes. the yeah. worst
9: oh, song. You want to kill yourself?
3: My yeah. mama might not be alive when I bring these shoes home to her. Oh
4: <laughs> God! What would it sounded like
3: if Johnny
9: Cash covered it?
4: <laughs> <laughs> My mama wouldn't. My
9: mama.
3: Let me tell you, I love
9: when Patton Oswald rips that song. Yeah. Well, does he? Oh yeah. Yeah. Remember, I played that clip for you when he breaks down the song. Yeah. And he... Oh yeah, yeah. That's right. <laughs> Never
3: that's mind.
1: Radio. Barbara Streisand's Christmas album is one of the best-selling Christmas albums of all time. Yes, but that
9: song. <laughs> well, I think hers and Neil oh, Diamond, two, sing, two Jews, who, no, who did Christmas. No, it's Gu. They have like two of the highest uh, selling, and it might even be Barry Manilow is like one of the top ten as well. Oh, I think that's probably Kenny true. G too. Yeah, they're like uh, all all Jewish uh, faith, and they're they're in the top ten of Christmas albums of all time. Can I ask you a question? Who cares that you can play a clarinet?
3: <laughs> I
9: mean, Kenny G. I thought he
3: played the sax. He, he, he
10: played the soprano sax. Whatever. Oh, oh, yeah. Soprano sax. it's not a split. Who hairs, cares? I know. Yeah, but it was
9: beautiful for the time. Well, Look, Yanni made a career on that stuff. Yanni used to be one of my neighbors, actually. Oh, he's really? He's about as tall as this pop bottle right that's here. Really? It's a, a mini-dicka. <laughs> he's like a mini-dicka. Oh, oh, he's a
3: little tiny guy.
9: Yanni. And nice that, guy. Wasn't he married to Linda Evans for a while? I think that's right. Yeah. I think that's exactly right. Not that it matters, and I don't know why I felt the need to bring that up, but uh, well, we
3: had we had quite the uh, don't ask me my kids'
9: birthdays. I can't remember that. That's one thing about
3: about spending time in Florida is uh-huh. when you live in one of those gated communities, you will have very famous people living as uh, your next door neighbors. It's weird. We had uh, Susan Lucci was one of our oh really, but she I saw her one time. And then we had you know uh, Janine Pirro, Judge Janine, yeah. Well, you she's on Fox News I don't watch now. those court she shows. Was on, yeah. Yeah, and she was, had a court show. They make my heart sad. I understand. But we actually got to watch him <laughs> haul her husband out of her house and take
9: him off to prison. Ooh. Really? Fancy. How'd that wow. go for you? Were yes. you out drinking coffee in your robe watching it happen? Were you Tony, Tony Soprano Tony and get down Soprano. to the sidewalk to get the paper?
3: <laughs> I still miss that show, I, oh, yeah. except for the last episode was horrendous. But that show was. No, the last so good. episode was great until the last two minutes. Uh, until the last right? two minutes, yeah. yeah the Tim last and I two
9: remember watching it together. We both just looked at it and I like, what the f- just happened? <laughs> yeah, I
3: know. And Tim's wearing a Godfather shirt today, I gotta tell you. It's still, there. nothing will ever beat that as the best movie ever made. I don't think it can be beaten.
0: Which one do you think is better, one or two?
3: They're totally different. They but, are. One, but one, because I, I adore Marlon Brando. That last scene, and people don't even realize this stuff because they don't pay attention. hmm. The last scene with Marlon Brando, where he cuts up the orange, and it was his idea. It was not in the script. Nobody told him to do it. He just cut up an orange, and they didn't know. Well, he's like, what is he doing? Why is he cutting that orange up? And he put it in his mouth, and there were, like, jagged teeth that he yeah. made out of the orange. And he starts chasing his little grandson around the the uh, what is it, like tomato plants. and Yeah, there was some sort of yeah, yeah, field kind of, of, of food. The reason he did that was so... Uh, he knew he was dying very soon. He didn't know he was going to drop dead that day, but he knew he was going to die soon, so he wanted his grandson to know what a monster he was in real life. Oh. Nobody knows that story. Is that phenomenal? That is. Marlon Brando was the greatest actor ever. Well, he
9: before. also, you know, keeping busy with his hands, he's one of the first actors that did that. Yep. Because he thought it was crazy that you'd stand there with your hands by your side yeah. or, or tented. Yes. So he would he, And when he would scratch, he would never, like, scratch. He'd always reach across and do yeah. a... Weird, Because it was more realistic, and you're like, wow, you don't even realize the nuances the guy had. He was unbelievable. You know what's fascinating to me? I was watching this documentary on um, Burt Reynolds. I couldn't find my remote. And uh, I was (laughs) watching the documentary. I didn't realize that they kind of brought him up because he looked so much like a young Brando. And if you look, go look on this and look at the comparative pictures of young Brando and young... Uh, uh, Burt Reynolds, it's uncanny how much they look alike.
3: Yeah, I can see that. And that that
9: was what kind of broke him is because he had that
3: look of a young Marlon Brando. And he kind of had his swagger too. Yeah. Burt had his own
9: swagger. Was there anything better in the 70s than a Burt Reynolds movie?
3: No, I like Burt Reynolds. Right, you had the Smokey and the
9: Bandits, you had the Cannonball Runs, and you just forgave how horrible the movies really were because he had so much fun doing them. You can act like a man! Like a man
7: like you! That's how you turn down a Hollywood Pinocchio that uh,
3: cries like a woman? Do people still to this day know what he just said? Is that when he's yelling at... uh, Well,
1: of course I know because we've talked about it a few times. Musician,
3: right? What's his Uh, name? um, It it was Al Martino in real life, but it was Johnny Fontaine. Fontaine. Johnny Fontaine. I thought it was supposed to be based on Sinatra. Sinatra, it was supposed to be. But it was Al Martino that played the role, and he played Johnny Fontaine. I got a great uh, Al Martino story for you, if you want to hear it. It's a true yes. story. Sure. 1977, I go to work for Capitol Records, right? So it's just about five, six years after, after The Godfather. And Al Martino released a single on Capitol Records. And he calls me one day, because I, I do the Midwest region for Capitol Records. I go all over the 10-state area, you know, go to Chicago, St. Louis, a lot of bigger markets than rain. So he calls me and goes, hey, Tom, uh, Al Martino. I say, hey, Al, how you doing? How's everything going? Uh ah, great. I just wanted to get out in front of a problem. It's not really a problem, but it, uh, it it looks bad, and I wanted to let you know there's nothing behind it. It's a lie. Uh, I was arrested for shoplifting. And I said, really? He goes, yeah, I got arrested for shoplifting a couple of days ago, and, uh, you know, they're going to charge me with shoplifting, and I just wanted to, as I said, get out in front of it and let all the guys know that I didn't do it, that I'm innocent. <laughs> And uh, I just don't want it to affect my new single sales or anything like that, so I just I hope you understand it's not true. and uh, we'll get past it. I said, "What'd you steal?" and he goes, socks and underwear?" <laughs> <laughs> he didn't even try to deny no. it
7: <laughs>
9: <laughs> it's not true. I just want to get in front of it. what'd you steal? Which Sorry, one's I which? Know. Yeah, look at that. right <laughs> It's pretty uncanny, right? I mean, they I had mean, a, a wow, very similar look. that is amazing. and I think. Bert might have worked it. Well, I think <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> just it's a little steamy bit. Look, but I've even seen pictures where they're even more yeah. identical no, looking. No, it's true. It's true. I, uh, I I like them both, to tell you the truth. How about Deliverance? Oh, God, Deliverance. Man, that movie was powerful, huh? I've never just, seen it. You've never, seen never seen it? Seen
10: oh, it? I just heard about it. I go, ah. Right, oh. that's
9: how I felt for a long time. And then my dad said, sit down and shut up. And I started watching it with him one day. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is a great movie. It was so... It's actually it was is kind of the Rambo and Die Hard of its time feel to it <laughs> with some really twisted turns but it's you're like wow this is just an, a beautifully shot and yep. great character movie it was it was really well done yeah.
3: KQ morning show right after god what movie was out wasn't deliverance it was later Ned Beatty shows up in studio oh, at super KQRS. was it after
9: Superman Superman came out and he was promoting Must that
3: yeah so was that in 86 mm, probably like the yeah one of the last ones he did yeah yeah so Ted Beatty's in the studio, and nice guy, really great guy. And just out of nowhere, I said to him, "Did that hurt?" He goes, "Did what hurt?" Oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> 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 At first he goes, "Did what hurt?" Uh, think about it. That squeal like a pig, squeal like a pig. That, you, got a, you, that got a <laughs> you got a real pretty mouth. You got a real pretty mouth. What a scene that was. Yeah. That was a hell that of a movie. That whole
9: thing was just one that was like the most one of the most disturbing movies, it but was. it was so entertaining to watch. You just couldn't it was like a, a slow car wreck. You're just like, "What am I watching?" No, it was.
3: Absolutely a hell of a movie. We don't make movies like that anymore cuz they all got to be political now. Everything has to be political. I don't know why that is, but it's all got to make some great statement about uh,
9: the future of humankind. Well, here, if you want to yeah. dumb down and have a little fun, have you ever you <clears throat> Watch this, Ralph. Trust me, you're going to enjoy it. It's Tucker and Dale versus Evil. I heard that's good. Have you seen it? No. It it takes all of the. Have you seen this one, Tim? We no. talked about it on the show. It's it's um, a comedic take on all of the horror, like the wrong right, way right, or right. you know the the backwards hillbilly. Um, kind oh, of man. horror movies. Yes.
1: Is, that the, is that the one where a bunch of teenagers like yes. were found in wood chippers or something?
9: Well, yeah, I don't want to give anything away, but watch it. It's well but worth it because it it, it's
1: funny as hell. <laughs> well, well, I did that, well, not confirm not like or the, deny. That's not the reveal. <laughs> oh, that's, that's how it starts. Yeah. Well,
10: that's what uh, the comedian, the person that used to write for uh, The Simpsons,
9: Dana Gould. Oh, Dana Gould. Dana Gould.
10: Isn't that his movie? His show? It?
9: it might have been. I don't know. Yeah.
10: I think it is. Is it really? I, 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 we talked about that, yeah. There's a, there's a lot of gore, let's blow it up. Let's blow it up.
9: It's just a funny movie. Um,
10: yeah, it's a movie or but series. It's,
9: no, it's a movie. They okay. Might. I don't know if they turned no, it into to a, a series. Stan
1: versus, stand versus Evil. Oh, vs. Evil. right. That's right. Got, yeah. uh, and that's got that Stan and gold. Oh, gosh, uh, and I love bunch that guy. of five million dollars. Box office four point seven. So that's unfortunate. Right for the movie, but it's on Netflix. It you is can on watch Netflix, and you'll enjoy it.
9: It's just, it's such a, it's one of those movies that came in under the radar. And I had so many listeners go, "You got to watch this movie. Right. It is just such dumb fun." So it's, it's Tucker like Tucker and it, Dale do what? It's like Tucker
1: and Dale versus Evil. Versus Evil. There we go. Right. That's interesting. Foreign and gross is four point five million. Domestic is two hundred thousand. Yeah, really? Well, I don't think it's it even big opened. Foreign.
9: Yeah, it might have opened up in like a theater and thirty. Uh, Really, thirty theaters—not much.
1: But yeah, it—it only grows. Well, I mean, fifty-two thousand. So that's pretty average, fifteen hundred-ish per theater. Oh no, no, not anymore. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Oh, movies now. That's more than um, leave it to Beaver
3: or whatever made. I Tanya opened up at four theaters and grows sixty-one thousand per theater.
1: Wow, that's pretty good, man. Yeah, but is that on
9: the strength of um, the actress playing
1: Tanya? Ah, yeah. That's um, on the strength of if you release that many theaters, you're going to get a huge per theater, because that's you the only place going to... You are get a s- huge per theater. That's Let's her,
0: see. What is, is her, her name? uh She's
9: Harley, Harley some... Quinn in the Suicide Squad.
0: Oh, uh, Margot Robbie. Margot Robbie. Margot
1: Robbie. 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 Yeah, there Margot you go. Up. That's exactly what yeah. it is. Margot Robbie. Yeah, here we go. The b- Per theater average, um, for Coco, is only $1,600. Is it really? Yeah, that movie is a stiff. No. no oh, it's yeah, it blowing is. blowing up, I thought. I no, thought it's I'll... huge. No, it's $185
3: million.
9: What? What? It made $185 million. Auto- Yeah, but it's an animated feature. How much did it cost to create?
3: It, it, it costs literally like a quarter of a billion dollars with promotion and, and... Oh,
1: animation's make. expensive. Oh, <laughs>
3: that Pixar stuff, is it Pixar? Yeah, it is. Pixar costs yeah. a fortune to make.
1: Well, that's the, that was its domestic gross, though. Total <clears throat> yeah, gross true. is $400 million, which is oh, pretty good. Oh, so they good. have made money then. They're, so
3: they've made a yeah. lot of money
1: then. Yeah, um, yeah. Thor, Ragnarok, $500, uh theater average, and That's it's gross it. to date is $300 million domestic. That's
3: just domestic too,
1: yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, it's just <laughs> it's if you... It's done rather well. Yeah. Per theater, you're not... No one goes to the theaters anymore, so they just have to That's release it bad. in more and more theaters to make up for the fact that the per theater is going down. I would hire professionals because
3: people will come back to the theater if you get a guy to talk back to the screen. Because without somebody talking <laughs> back to the
9: screen, it's not as enjoyable. I saw Rambo, downtown oh. L.A., there you all go. all-black theater. i never it. had more fun in my life it's watching true. a movie. It's a ball. They would stand up and yell at the screen, sit yep. down, and it was like groundhogs popping up throughout the entire movie, responding and reacting to this movie. I laughed as much as I winced at the violence in the movie, but it, it was truly one of the best experiences I've ever had. Watching an African-American audience react to Rambo.
1: Cassie has a bad Christmas song. Uh, Stevie Nicks. Um, oh yeah, Stevie
9: it, Nicks has a bad
1: Christmas was it song. Silent yes. Night. Yes. Oh, Silent Silent Night. Night. she sounds like Night. Catherine Hepburn singing it. I'm not kidding. Can you pull it <laughs> out, oh, It's man. horrible. A or- it. or- oh, she, it's not even warbly. Or- or- it's like, oh my god. Yeah, people say that she sounds like a goat in it.
7: <laughs> yeah, she does.
1: People, Night. including
7: Cassie.
1: <laughs> uh, here we go. Here's the official live video. I think this is the version oh. where. This looks pretty old, so, yeah. Yeah. A little flat there, Stevie. Yeah, the warble mixed with the weird, like, She's Soprano. right up there. With, she's right up there with Axel Merman for me.
9: Yeah, there you go. Axel Rose, man. Axel he sounds Rose. like Ethel, he's channeling Ethel Merman. I can't stand his singing voice. I people love it. I know they love it. Although now I cannot hear "Knocking on Heaven's Door" or "Live oh, and Let Die" any other much. way than his. Oh, Whenever I, I hear it, all stand. I hear is a, "Knock, knock, knocking knock, knock, on Heaven's door." Oh, door. I, I. <laughs> oh God, oh, I
3: hate his voice. Some people think he's just the greatest singer in the world. Yeah. Well. Hey, you know, good for you. When well, you like it, you like it. People like Dylan's voice too. And well, it's like, I, yeah. I, I
1: don't. Yeah, Big Mouth McGee from Marrow Smith. Yeah, whatever his name is, <laughs> Steven Tyler. <laughs> yeah, Stephen hey, Tyler. Big, big Mouth McGee.
3: <laughs> yeah, like, sounds like that sounds like a great man. It. Very famous. <laughs> big Mouth McGee. <laughs> his voice is
1: really weird, but it got it, it was it got big because it's unique. People it listen for unique. Right. Well, it's like listen to how Christopher Walken talks. He sounds like an idiot, but it's so unique. What are you
3: talking? Yeah.
1: <laughs> about. It's so unique that people remember it. So they're like, oh, yeah, I I guess I like him now. Well, thanks for being
3: here today, Tim. Great to see you. Thank you. Dave, good to go. Ralphie, Ralphie, boy. Always a pleasure. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Tom Bernard Show.